0: Hello, hello and welcome to the McTaggart Attack podcast, episode 110. You think, you think I'd I'd still like remember, I'm pretty sure it's 110, I'm fairly certain it's 110, because the normal McTaggart Attack podcasts are all um, even numbers now. And the what's pissing you off Wednesday episodes are odd numbers. For now, anyway, who knows? I might take a week off or something from doing one of the episodes a week. Who really knows? So there. Um. So welcome, welcome to the McTigert Attack podcast. I, uh, I'm Kevin McTiger, the host. Uh, that uh, I am a. Uh, for those that don't know me, for those listening to the podcast for, like, the first time ever, uh, I'm a stand-up comedian with a normal 9-to-5 job. For, I've, I've been a stand-up comedian for almost five years now. So, and this podcast is just... A way for me to express my opinions on things and stuff like that. And I'm I'm Vermont's angriest comedian. Which really, if you think about it, um, isn't hard to do. So uh, a lot of times I'm angry on here and, and get mad about stuff and give my thoughts and opinions. And if you're upset about any thoughts or opinions that I give in this podcast... Or if you want to offer me suggestions for things to get mad about, you can email me at mctaggartattack at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter at kevmctee There's a Facebook page for the podcast. It's uh, mctaggartattack. Just look that up and you should be able to find it. Let's see. Um, what did I want to talk about today? Uh, Let's see. How am I doing? I'm I'm alright. I'm doing okay. I've been better. I've found myself being in bad moods a lot lately. I don't know what it is. Maybe I'm just always like that. Maybe I'm just a moody asshole. I think I've always just been moody. comes and goes maybe I'm bipolar I don't know but I mean it's it's, it's tough and it seems to be getting not worse but I, I'm just noticing it more and it bothers me when I notice it so not only do I get annoyed when I notice it I get annoyed when it happens I don't know what I what the fuck am I even talking about right now? I have no idea. <sighs> Had a weird experience happen uh, on Wednesday. I went up to Burlington. Uh, it was my turn to host the the comedy open mic that they have there every Wednesday at the Vermont Comedy Club. I had done it a few weeks ago, filling in for someone, but then, like, my actual penciled-in position was this past Wednesday, and I wanted to be prepared. Um, You know, I asked what show got information about the show that was coming up after the open mic. You know, um, I let the first—it's a raffle, it's a lottery, like, you put your names in a box, and you're drawn— you draw I draw the names. So what I do what I do is I draw the names beforehand and come up with the order beforehand, but I don't tell anybody. Except um, I I told the first person because I wanted to let him know that he was first. And I, I wanted to be really prepared. And I thought, oh good. You know, it's good to be prepared, every get everything ready. What could possibly go wrong? And then I thought something's definitely going to go wrong tonight. And it's stu- it was a kind of a weird night. Like, um, a few people used just one name. Uh, some people just did spoken word type stuff. I don't know what the hell their deal was. One guy who I think is like a DJ or a hip-hop artist or something tried to do a comedy thing and he's apparently done it before and that was fun. I was a bit worried about it at first because he was using a speaker and sound effects and shit like that. But the weirdest thing ended up happening last. Like, um, we have an overflow list. You know, if you can't make it into the box. Like, you're, the first 15, 16 people definitely get a spot, you know, because they put their name in the box and, you know, they, they get a spot. However, there's an overflow list and they may or may not get a time. They, they'll probably get like two or three minutes or something like that. It has to end by 8.30 is basically the rules. And... Um, The box office let me know that, hey, this one guy, you know, wanted to sign up on the overflow list. And, you know, I'm like, okay, well, come on over here. I had already set up at a table right by the desk, right by the stage. And I, um, you know, gave the guy the list and he put his name on it. And it was a weird name. G. Zupra. No idea what the fuck he meant, what, what the fuck that was. I'm like... Okay. All right. And you know he was he was wearing he was wearing normal clothes. He was wearing he was wearing like a winter coat, and a shirt, and pants and shoes and socks like normal people do. But like you know he signed the list and then then like he sat in the table next to me and that should have been the first red flag. That should have been the first red flag. Uh. Yeah. And he seemed nice. He was like. Clapping. And laughing. But like. I was a little irked that he sat in the table right next to me. When there's plenty of other. Empty tables that he could have sat at. I almost wanted to tell him. Could you go sit somewhere else. You're kind of bothering me. Or cramping. But I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to irk him. I don't know. I just. Something told me that I didn't want to irk this guy. And. So like. He's. Seems to be. Pleasant. You know. Clapping along. Laughing along. To things. And. It was good, and then the overflow list happened, and uh, I let people know you only, you only got two minutes. We have to finish this, and like, before I could announce one of the guy's names, one of the the next guy, because I said he was on deck before, so he knew. So he got on stage, and I'm like, oh, okay. So so he went, and that was good. That was fine, and then like I, I'm sitting there watching him, and then the next person went up. And I get back to my my table, just off stage, and I look at the guy, G Zupra, who signed up last. And I look down and I notice his shoes are off, and his socks. He's got his bare feet on. He's he's I mean he's got his bare he's just in his bare feet. And I'm just thinking, what the fuck is ha- going to happen? I'm still heavily. All of us had a clothes up. So as I'm listening to the second to last comic, she ended her set, and I got on stage. And then that guy got on stage, and he had his shirt off. Just wearing his pants. Hat was off. Glasses were off. That's right, he was wearing glasses, too. He was wearing um, black glasses. And she just sort of smiled at me, and I'm like, I. everybody else saw him, and I just said into the microphone, I fucking give up. (laughs) And then uh, I sort of introduced him, and I walked off stage, and... He got on the mic and said, Hey, Kevin. It's 8.27. If you get me off stage before 8.30, I'm going to kick your ass. And I just heard that, and I was just shocked. I'm like, Okay, what the fuck is happening? (laughs) I'm like looking around. He just threatened me. And then he went on to talk, and he he claimed to be Jesus Christ and stuff like that. And he mentioned um, something about black people, and then he said the N-word repeatedly, and no one was laughing, and people were nervous. I could feel in the room that that... That the mood of the room had had gone cold dramatically. And I'm just I'm still like in shock because like the guy said he was gonna kick my ass. And anytime anyone says that they're gonna kick my anytime a stranger says they're gonna kick my ass, I get nervous. If it's a friend, I know they're kidding. But I don't know this guy. But he threatened to kick my ass. And actually I didn't I, I didn't realize that he said kick my ass. Um, I just know that he threatened me in some way. I had to ask someone the next day what exactly did that guy say. And he said he was going to kick my ass. So, so like, I walked to the back of the room. And then they, they turned off his microphone. They turned off the lights. And, you know, we had our, our bar manager slash security guy come in and escort him out of the room. And the owner, Natalie, like, escort, told him to get out, too. and And... I was still scared to be around the guy because, like I I said, a stranger threatens to kick kick my ass. And I'm like, what the fuck? So, and then people were thinking, some of the comics that were there were thinking, hey, was it that guy that got banned from the club a couple years ago? His name was Ben Benoit or something like that. And I didn't think it was him at the time he was he was uh he looked taller or something like that maybe he didn't I don't know I thought Ben Benoit was shorter uh, but he, the next morning um, I was chatting with my friend Alex Duvall that's who told me because he worked the sound booth that night and so he let me know what the guy said what the guy said he cleared it up for me and then he said hey um we looked at ben benoit on facebook and we're pretty sure it's him who was there last night and i looked at ben benoit's facebook page and i'd have to agree so yeah that's who that guy was I mean, it, it was probably him, but just think about how like fucking annoying that is. What an asshole! Like, he he went on. He 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 thought this out. I mean, he's grown his hair out. He looked like Jesus. You know he had he had the brown hair grown out, had like a beardish type thing and before he got on stage he when he was, when he got on stage when he said he sort of smiled at me and, and I'm like it was kind of creepy, but he was he he's and then he threatened me and then said a bunch of awful racist things. It just it just pissed me off. The next morning, once I realized it was that Ben Benoit guy, it just it just fucking pissed me off that this douchebag did that. Like, this... Not very Christ-like to threaten somebody. You know? I don't know what his brand of humor is, but maybe he should just try making people laugh. Instead of, you know, being, you know, offensive. You know, you can be offensive and funny, but if you're just offensive, then you're just offensive. If you're not trying to crack, you can be offensive and still be funny. But he's just offensive. He just goes for one reaction. You know, he just goes for making the room cold. And I don't appreciate him ruining my, my hosting experience there. I mean, it just, it was so fucking annoying that this douchebag said those things to me. It just made, I, I, my God, I mean, but I guess now that I've been physically threatened or verbally threatened by Jesus Christ, I'm definitely not Catholic anymore, that's, that's that's definitely a thing. Definitely not going to be Catholic anymore. That's for sure. But, but still, it's just, it was just—it was rattling. It was a rattling experience. I'm not rattled about it anymore. But I, I'm. It just. But I. I'm not gonna. I'm not a violent person. But it was just. It was just a weird experience, and it was aggravating. I went through all levels of emotions. I went from shock to anger to... What the fuck was that guy's problem, you know? I just... Oh, my God. What what a stupid asshole to, to do something like that. To to plan out something like that. I hope he is, Oh, what a fucking dick. I'm, I was angrier then. Uh, I was angrier on Thursday than I was right now. But, I mean, it was just, it was just an aggravating experience. I don't like... I don't like when anyone threatens me. And this asshole threatened me. Gee, Zupra, Ben Benoit, whatever. He just sucks as a comedian, and he thinks the only way that he can make himself famous is, like, being offensive, I guess. And that's... You can't fucking do that. You're a terrible comedian. I don't even know if you were trying to be a comedian. I don't even know what the fuck you were even trying to do. He's trying to be an asshole is what he's trying to be. Do I have anything else that I wanted to talk about? I thought I had some other things that I wanted to discuss. And, um... <laughs> so... Uh, this was funny. Um... I was walking around Hanover last night, Saturday night, and I was walking, in and I walked past this uh, group of students, and um, a couple of guys and a couple of girls, and the the girl, one of the girls, asks, "Well, why are we going this way?" And then the guy, this who appeared to be the leader of the group, yells. BECAUSE IT PUTS US CLOSER TO BOLOCO! BOLOCO is a local burrito place, and I just like (laughs) was laughing to myself about how addicted this guy is apparently to burritos. I'm like, BECAUSE IT'S CLOSER TO BOLOCO! I'm like, oh, whatever. That's just funny. He must really love BOLOCO. I've just never heard someone say something like that so angrily before. Well, I probably have, but it's just oh my god. It was pretty funny. Poor kid has a has a burrito addiction. A Baloco bur- burrito addiction apparently. And he must be he you know. Either that or he's just a douchebag. Either that or he just yells at his friends. So that was pretty funny. Um mm. I also have a thought about people who say that they're woke. You ever have someone say, Hey, I'm woke. Um, I don't know or care what that phrase means. But I, f- from now on, though, I've decided that I'm just going to assume that when someone says, I'm woke, it translates to, I'm an asshole. I, I, I suggest anyone I know try this. Just from now on... Whenever you hear someone say that they're woke, just replace woke with an asshole. Like, I'm woke. I'm an asshole, Like, right? Uh-huh. That's right. That's what it means. It's, it's gotta be what it means. You can explain to me what woke means. I won't care. Because it's a stupid phrase. Oh, uh, before I go on to my... Go on to more stuff uh, let's let's uh, hear a word uh, let's let's get to the sponsor stuff. All right it's uh, sponsor time now for the McTaggart attack podcast or what's pissing you off Wednesday depending on whatever the fuck you're listening to uh, this week or whenever. Um, yeah sponsors yes. Finally, finally have a sponsor. Uh, this guy is a friend of mine, good friend of mine. Uh, so opened a business recently. And he told me, Kevin, I want to sponsor your podcast. And I told him, you really should stop drinking. But he's like, no, really, I want to I sponsor your podcast. And I'm like, well, okay. So here's the first official sponsor. For my podcast, it's, uh, well, it's the Rusty Spot. The Rusty Spot, that's right. No, no, it is not, it is not the worst, uh, it is not the worst name for a strip club. It's not, that's not what it is. It's not a strip club. It's, it's, it's not the worst kind of thing for, uh, uh, Whenever you think of the Rusty Spot. No, 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 no. This is a secondhand store. Owned by my good friend. Rusty Peter Pardot. And he has um, a lot of wide variety of items in there. He has a wide variety, variety of items. Uh, he's got stuff from real army surplus. To real Hawaiian shirts. What's a real Hawaiian shirt you may ask? A Hawaiian shirt that's made in Hawaii. He, had even, he doesn't have any of this Indonesian crap that claims to be a Hawaiian shirt. No. He has Hawaiian shirts that are actually made in Hawaii. He's also got... Um, when I went in there a few weeks ago, he has something in there that I thought was a bulletproof vest for a baby. That's what I told him. And he laughed his ass off. So it's obviously not a bulletproof vest for a baby. But these are the type of great, wonderful things that he has at the Rusty Spot. He's got stuff like... He's got stuff like... If I can pull up the fucking list. He's got stuff like... Uh, he's ha- He carries ammo boxes. MREs. Which are uh, meals ready to eat. He's got sports jerseys. Trading cards. DVDs. Blu-rays. He's... He's got a Facebook page, the Facebook page for the Rusty Spot. You can find it on Facebook. I'll put it on, I'll promote it on my Facebook page as well. It's the Rusty Spot, it's it's deeper than you think. The Rusty Spot is located at 18 Hanover Street in Lebanon, New Hampshire, the lower backside of the Lebanon Mall. The lower backside. Otherwise known as the Tramp Stamp. Go check out the Rusty Spot. It's bigger than you think. Okay. Um, those were the sponsors. Or the sponsor. Speaking of the sponsor. Peter Pardot. I guess since he's. You know. The. The. Uh, um, Owner of the shop. The store that. Uh. Sponsors my podcast. He's. Taking it upon himself to tell me. What I should rant about now. And um. Last week. He put a post on his Facebook page. That said that he went to watch the movie Us. And hated it. And uh. That's actually where I came up with my rant about woke. Because one of the guys who loved the movie, you know, defended himself in the first couple things he said. The first thing he said was, that's because I'm woke. And that's how that came about. But uh, I think a day or so later, Peter texted me and he said, hey, you should watch us and, and review it for your podcast. And I'm like, all oh, right, well, okay. All right, I'll, I'll go watch. I'll go watch Us and, and rant about it for my podcast. So Friday after work, um, I drove to Hanover to the Nugget Theater to go watch Us. You know, I got a parking space. Paid for my parking till 5 o'clock. And went to go see it. I got there like 4.10. And it's supposed to start at 4.15. So I I um, was in line. Bought my ticket. And then I was in line for concessions. Got my popcorn and stuff. And got into the movie on time. All right. And... First of all, let me just say I I don't like to watch scary movies in the theater. Okay? All right. I like to watch scary movies at home so I can change the channel when I want to. But I can't change the channel in a movie theater. But I, I did it. I went I went and watched us Started off with like a bunch of rabbits in cages. Then it had a flashback to, um, about the, the main character. Um, I thought it was interesting. I thought it was an interesting movie. I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. I thought it was good. I it was good for what it was. Um, from what I gathered from Peter Prodo, he didn't like it because he doesn't like movies that make you think. This movie makes you think. Um, there's a bunch of stuff in it that that you can catch, uh, like like the shirts that they wore, you know, just all these other stupid things. But I mean, I thought as like a horror movie, it was scary. I mean, I was scared, I was nervous, I was afraid. Something bad was going to happen, you know, every time. You know, I I was scared. Like, that's what you're supposed to be at a horror movie. You're supposed to be scared. So, I thought it did a good job in being a horror movie. Um, And I thought it was an interesting plot and premise. And there was a good twist at the end. I kind of thought that that was the twist, though. I'm not going to tell you what the twist was, but I sort of was able to deduce. Okay, so this is what's going to be happening. This is this is probably a twist or something like that because it's a it's it's a movie about a family who's on vacation, and then there's basically their doubles show up, wanting to take over their lives, or so wanting to kill them and take over. You know. Their lives and stuff like that It had a lot of. So yeah, it was it was a good. It was a good family film, no. But I liked it. I thought it was well done. I thought that uh, 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 Peel, right? That's his name. Yes. Yeah. Uh, directed it well. Um, there was good imagery. That it kept you. It kept me in suspense for the entire time. And. Um, there's a thing that, like, you could... I guess I guess if you keep watching it, you'll, you'll catch stuff. You'll pick up stuff that you didn't catch the first time. And I'm not gonna do that. Even though I probably could. Since I know who gets killed when, and I can base myself for those. But, I mean, I'm not gonna spend money to go see a movie again. I don't really see movies twice anymore. So, so there, um... I'll see Star Wars movies twice I think that's the last time I've seen movies multiple times um, but yeah I don't really see movies twice anymore I'm too busy to to see movies twice but I thought it was a very well done movie um, I thought it was the plot was interesting uh, I I didn't mind that I didn't that I had to think watching the film uh, I think you can interpret it. Whatever way you want. Um, there, there's, I guess there's thousands of theories or something like that about the movie. I don't care. Um, I just... I enjoyed it. It was interesting. Um, not my usual cup of tea. But I, I did think it was a pretty interesting movie. You know? So... But yeah, I liked it. I... I Thought it was good. It was, it was an interesting, it was an interesting movie. I figured I could go see Us because I have seen Get Out, which was Jordan Peele's uh, first scary movie that he did, and I watched that at home. And it wasn't. I mean, it was scary and suspenseful, but it wasn't like. It wasn't. I mean, it was still scary, and like I did find myself looking at my watch only because. I don't want to be in suspense for two more hours in this. Why the fuck was it two hours? But no, it was... It was an interesting movie. Um... I... I I thought it was good. It was very well done. Um... I've seen... Worse. I I, I thought that, like... I think all of the plot... The plot was very good. There was a lot of... You know... Um... Any questions I had during the movie were answered by the end of the movie. Uh, the ending, I felt, was a little open to interpretation. And I think that's fine when they do that. Because you can think it, wh- whatever happened, happened. Uh, so that was interesting. But I did think that it was a, a, very, a very good movie. Um, so yeah, I liked it. I thought it was well done. Would I see it again? No, but I don't see movies again. Uh, But yeah, I I definitely. The only reason why I dreaded watching it was because like I didn't want to be in suspense the whole time. Um, I don't know why. I just horror movies when things sometimes I'll go to a movie and forget that it's supposed to be a horror movie and. This one wasn't really... I've seen more suspenseful movies. You know, I I wasn't really that scared for myself in this. Actually, I kind of was. I'll take that back. I was sort of looking back in my seat the whole time, afraid that I was going to die. I don't know. That's just how my mind works. But yeah, I, I thought it was a good movie. And I'm not saying that I liked it just because Peter Pardo hated it. I mean, I, I went into it, objective. I thought it was interesting. I There was stuff that, happened that I saw in the beginning of the movie, but what the fuck does that have to do with anything? And then it sh- you know, showed up at the end. So yeah, I, I thought it was a good movie. Um, if you like s- scary movies, um, go, go watch Up. Go watch Up. Did I want to call it Up? No, it's Us. Us. If I've accidentally called it Us at all during this time, I apologize for that not my intention so yeah that's my review Um, it was good and suspenseful and funny and uh, scary yeah it was it was interesting it was it was really good I I was very impressed with it Um, I don't think it was as good as get out But it was a different movie than Get Out. I think. But yeah. That's that's all I have to say about that. Um, I don't know if I want to save this for another podcast. But since I'm already talking about it. Let me uh, give my thoughts on. uh, The Marvel universes Spoilers, well, I don't know if this is a spoiler. This is a theory. This is my theory about what happens in Avengers Endgame Okay, my theory about what happens in Avengers Endgame And I want to point out Well, okay, let me tell you my theory. My theory is that um, Thanos will ultimately use the time stone to go to reverse things back in time to like when they when they showed up in New York or before they showed up in New York or something like that and so, so that's what I think I think it's going to be sort of like a reset to like back um, in Infinity War when they when they showed up to invade New York that's that's my theory on that and my theory on that is because. They're already showing previews for the next Spider-Man movie. Spoiler alert, Spider-Man was one of the half of the world that vanished when Thanos snapped his fingers. So obviously Spider-Man lives. And obviously Spider-Man is still in New York. And Because I think they were on a field trip to go to France or Europe or something like that. So that's what I think happens. I think that that, that, that it resets back to um, that point in the movie. That's my theory on Avengers Endgame. It's a lame theory, but I don't care. Well, that's all I've got for this week, I think. There's a few other uh, topics I want to discuss, but um, um, I need to get more information on that. We'll see. Uh, be on the lookout for what's pissing you off Wednesday, this Wednesday. Um, I've, I've got plenty to, to go off on, thanks to... I've had a lot of contributions the past couple weeks. I, I think I have at least two episodes worth of stuff to rant about. So so that'll be good. Uh, like I said, follow me on Twitter at KevMcT. Email is McTaggartAttack at gmail.com. And uh, Facebook page, let's see what else, Um, that's all I have. And that's the bottom line, if you smell what the McTaggart Attack podcast is cooking.